This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome to another episode of the number one AOC Wimbledon podcast, the one was had a dream. Uh, my name is Lee Finch, and as ever, I am will be joined by the one and only Danny Baker. We also have a uh, guest coming on, uh, George Brown, who has been on the podcast before. Young George is very popular amongst the listeners. Uh, we were meant to be getting uh, one of the OGs come on, Jamie. Unfortunately, he's had to pull out last minute. Uh, so, yeah, we were going to try and get Jamie on because it's a uh, Kind of a, like a Christmas kind of special this because I'm not sure we're going to be able to record next week, but yeah, we couldn't come, so we we are with George. Uh, but yeah, let me introduce Danny. Danny Baker, how are we? What do you mean it's kind of a Christmas special? I've just spent two hours writing a quiz. Yeah, well, it is a Christmas I mean, special. Come on, but I know what we're like, and, and we'll there's no like... dress code. I've just for the, everyone listening, I've come nice blue shirt. Looking smart. George has got oh, some romantic lighting. Look he looks you... lovely. You just turned up. Straight, I mean, absolute shambles. Your hair, hair is shocking. We're talking about bad barnets last week. Your hair is oi, an absolute joke oi, at the moment. Oi, oi. You've, you've come like homeless with the beard and stuff. I don't come homeless. It's not even a problem. Beard. It's like you, you've just you, got you've too got lazy. No lip, you've got no lips anymore. Yeah, because my beard's on point. No, it's Yours not on not. point. It's covering your Yours face. Yours is like rustic. If I was going past you in the street, I'd drop you a pound. What's frustrating is my tash grows oh. <laughs> quicker than my beard. Look, I look like I've got a really horrible tash. Yeah. But really, deep down, no good. It's second to last day at school. Kids are buzzing. Lost the house singing. Second to last day. What do you mean? So you break up well early. Break up on the thirteenth. Oh, these posh schools, man, are unbelievable. Oi, 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 oi. It's not posh school. Thank you. Independent prep school. Have you know? Yeah, um, so it's middle class school. It was brilliant. Lost house singing. I, I've had a big rivalry. One of the lads in the in the class, a uh, Charlie. His name is big tennis game. Been giving it the mouth. He's a good tennis player. He's only 10. I thought, nah, I'll, I'll beat him. I'll do him. Lost 3 0. 
What best of five? You lost a game of tennis against a ten-year-old. Yes, best I'm of telling, five. I'm telling you now, I right. would not lose any sport. I'm in, telling you now, you would, you wouldn't even get on the on the court. You wouldn't even be able to do. You can't. You I still can't do your laces up. You're on the I'm old telling you, belt. It's quite funny because talk sport. We're having this conversation. Darren Benton and Andy Goldstein. Andy Goldstein reckons that he could beat any kid in any sporting event and he said bat boxing or kickboxing he'd beat the national champion if he was 10 years old at kickboxing right well on this I, then I, I think I have to agree I think I would beat any kid under 12 at any sport George George I don't care I'm not letting Lee introduce you are, are we buying this is this well, some sort well, of pre-quiz or not because George is about 12 we could ask him the question you're, you're getting smoked at golf against a 12 year old I, I agree Gymnastics, you're a farce. What yeah. golf? What golf? What do you mean? What golf? Proper well, golf. No, are we playing? Are we, yeah, are we playing 19 holes because there's no 19 way. 19 holes? Why, why 18 is it not? holes. 18. 18. 18. You don't holes, do 18 anymore. You have an extra well, no, no, because you're, you're so fit. The only reason I say about the 19th hole is because there's always the one where you try and play and you get a free game next time, innit? Okay, that's crazy golf, yeah. Right, yeah. Uh, I, I think. Mustard at crazy golf. Well, is it crazy golf or mini golf nowadays? Also, oh, God. sorry, a 12 year old footballer would, be, would just would knock it past you. I said under 12. Um, okay, eleven okay. year old. I still think is, he'd is, knock it past me, but he wouldn't have any legs. Lee, I'm saying the, I'm saying the following things that you would lose to an eleven year old, and they're as follows: gymnastics. You are going to get smoked. Not, not a real. Sport. They are doing what? What do you mean? It's not a proper sport. It's Olympic sport. It's not. A, yeah, but Olympic sports where they what allow climbing in now. Yeah, it's a problem. And sport. cricket, cricket's yeah. just made it into Olympics, right. so right. it's not a real sport, right. is it? I don't swimming. think you win at all. Swimming. swimming. Swimming not a, real, not, not a real sport. An, an actual trained 11-year-old. What do you mean it's not a real sport? Uh, it's not George, a real sport. It's a, a pastime. It's, it's an absolute fast, this. Swimming ain't a real sport. Give me, like, darts. I, I reckon that a pro 11-year-old... I reckon our 11-year-old to beat you at chess. What do you pro 11-year-old? you'd get smoked chess. at chess. You're not even talking about real sports, right? Give me I also think... Table tennis. Squash, you'd get mullered. No, nah, I'd batter 11-year-old at squash. You haven't got the engine, mate. You're, you're past it. Don't need an engine in squash. I'd put it in the corner. You're corners. joking. It's literally just pat ball with a... Yeah, but, that's what, yeah, but pat ball. Pat ball with a pat ball. Pat, pat, I was world champion at pat ball. I'd bat you at pat ball. Obs. George, you know... Yeah, I, I call obs all the time. Me and my mate Matty, have you ever... Have I told you about this story? Probably. Me, me and my mate Matty were out on a night out once and we were coming down Garrett Lane. It must have been about three o'clock in the morning. Right, we've been out all night. We're still... What, beating a load of 11-year-olds at volleyball, so we're... Not at three o'clock in the morning, mate. It's a bit weird, isn't it? Uh, they, they should be asleep. Anyway, so we're walking down Garrett Lane back to his house and we found a tennis ball. Right. A tennis ball, like, I don't know why. We, there was a tennis ball in the road. We picked it up. He's like, oh, let's have a go and pat ball. And it was a wicked wall. Okay. And I'm telling you, me and him spent a couple hours playing pat ball. One of the geezers come out of his ass cat fuming because all we were doing... Obs! You, you played, shouting, yeah. Shouting obs. And what's the one below the line? You know, when it's... Uh, Oh, I don't know. Well, we... You know Pat Ball, George? Is, is that the one where you throw it against the curb? The curb? Oh, that's curbsy. It's curbsy. a generational thing. Pat Ball, you don't know about curbs and you've got to add the numbers out. Or a rubber ball and you pat it against the ball. It's got to bounce and hit the wall and then come back. It's like squash but without a racket. Imagine right. going to prison, George. The kind of game you play there. Yeah. Well, I've, no, I've not been to prison, but I am a yeah. Pat Ball master. I'd batter any 11-year-old at Pat Ball. I beat Matty okay. that night as well. I don't think you've got the patience. For, I don't think you've got croquet. I don't think you've got the patience for it. Croquet's not a real sport either. You're coming up with different. Oh my god! So next year, say ten pin bowling in the whole world. Ten pin bowling. I took my boy the other day. He had a birthday party. He went to ten pin bowling, right? You get a turkey. No, no, no. He, he gives it all look bigger, right? He he bowled it down the thing, the alley. Gets down a few thing. down. He's like, look at that. I'm like, one, you've got the sides up, and you're using that that thing that you push it on, and it goes yeah, all the way down. Disappointing that. So I was like, yeah. I said to I said to my wife, that's disappointing. She went, he's seven, Lee. I said, don't matter. 
give me the ball. So I done it. I was like, what's his name out of that film? Kimpins. Bosh, mate. Strike. Go on, Lee, Do you actually think you beat an 11 year old in a 100 meter race? Like a fast 11 year old. Real sport. Running. George, George, we're basically, what we found out is that there's only really no more than six real sports in the whole world. Football, rugby. I'd battle 11 year old at rugby. Boxing. No, you won't. How are you going to an 11 year old? You're in the scrummies on the wing. See you later. Why is he? No, no. It's sevens. It's seven, seven. you'll definitely get oh, yeah, yeah, I just thought about that. Actually. I probably It'd be would an absolutely shambles. Boxing, I'd batter a seven year old at boxing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just gone down, hasn't it? It's keep going down. It's gone from 11 year old. Table tennis, I used to be number three in Essex at table tennis. Yeah. Got, okay. Mate, I was busted. When I went it's to Butlins one year, I won oh, the uh, Duke of Edinburgh Award. You won oh. the Duke of Edinburgh Award at Butlins. You just sound like one of the blokes in the pub. Have you ever done Duke of Edinburgh? Not, not table tennis, no. I've done it all, mate. Butlins, I was even ill. I was ill. Shouldn't even have gone out there, the cabin. But yeah, mate. George, it. I've got Should've absolutely nothing more to say on this subject. Neither. And Talking... also, I'm not even... To- I'd batter any of you at sport either. Oh, that's I, I'd love to have six balls against you at cricket, Danny. Pardon? Because you give I'd all the sma- big ones. I'd, I'd smack you lot for six. I'm sorry. We're not, playing, playing, we're not, playing, we're not playing quick cricket here, George. We're playing proper cricket. Proper Prison ball. rules, yeah? I'd love to go against Danny because he gives it all the big about him coaching. Like, but he to- he coaches in places where they've never heard of it. So obviously he, he, he can't be that good. I'd love to have six balls at him. But is it is it a sport? So I, I, there is a very, very strict criteria that you have for sports. So does it fit in that criteria? Like Paul, I reckon I'd beat you at Paul quite comfortably. Is that a sport with you or it's a pub is, time, it, is there some it? sort of... What? So Paul's not really a sport because you play it in a pub. If you could drink 10 pints and play it, it's not a sport, is it? It's like darts has gone professional yeah, now. Yeah, but that, that means, but you can drink 10 pints and play any any activity you want, can't you? Back in the day, I used to be mustered at all sports. So I, I'm a bit rotund now, yeah. But back in the day, there's no way. If it weren't for my knee injury, I could have gone pro at a lot of, of sports. Of course. And well, I could have been a dancer. I've got to get this link going before we... Sorry, I could have been a professional around. dancer as well. Talking about being mustered at sport, how good were we on Saturday? Very, I watched it. I ended up flying out to Benidorm to give it a Did go. Did you? Yeah. How was, Ma- how was Max's bar, right? Yeah, very good, very good. Fish bowls? Fish yeah. bowls and waiting in the Fish closet. bowls, shots on the ready. I thought, people, this is the funniest thing about women at the moment, and it's it's wicked, and it, I, I love it. Every game we play now is the best we've played. So, not to count the other week, people were saying, that's the best I've seen us at Plough Lane. Swindon this week is the best I've seen us at Plough Lane. Like, it was, uh, Swindon had come on a bit of form, Right, they can see goals for fun, but they score them. I don't yeah. think they had a sniff on goal, and we were just like we were just good across the park. George, what do you think, mate? Yeah, I thought we were really good. I think I think we're at a stage now with this team where everyone is so focused on what their job is and understands their job, and it's just we just we're just hard to beat. We just really are hard to beat, and the soft underbelly that we've had for years is, is, seems to be going, and it just it just seems like we're we're. We want we we know how to win. We've learned how to yeah. win. We've learned how to go forward. We've understood that, yeah, we might concede some goals and that's going to happen. But we're going to score. We're going to score loads. We can shift between shapes as we do first half and second half. And I think all the players just really are really enjoying themselves and are playing with a confidence now that I personally think all comes from Jake Reeves and how he's transformed not the midfield but also the club. And I just think it's really Power Lane is a really positive place, which is, hasn't been since for the first three years we've been there. No, I agree. And I think what you said about Jake Reeves there, I think, yeah, he's he's 
pivotal and key to that. But I also think we've now got a spine going straight through, which we lacked before. So we've got Bass, Lewis, uh, Reeves, Boogle, Ali kind of thing. It's a great spine to have. But also, I think we should take some credit on the podcast, Danny, because last week, well, me myself should take some credit. Yes, go on. Because you take, the, you take the credit. Well, I, I said about three players that go underrated, and I thought all of them were quality on Saturday. So John, Johnson at the back was just yeah, the way he, he plays. Was very good, yeah. Very, very good again, just quality. And he goes under the radar because he's so laid back, he's so key, and he's so good. The other one was Marnie Little every week now is just 10 out of 10s every week. He carries, he covers so much grass. He scored a, a, a great goal. Titch, one of our mates who I dug out last week for having high, fire, uh, iron filings here, he texts and said, oh, this is the goal of the century, which I wouldn't put it that far. It's a good hit, but it won't go with Century Titch. And then also uh, Newfield. I thought Newfield is p- playing really well again. I thought he was good. As I said before, I love his attitude. He's get, We're freeing you up, and he's trying to get the fans going in the south stand. Do you know what I mean? If we've got a corner. Uh, can I just mention <laughs> one as well from this week? Of course, yeah. And a couple of people have shown clips of it. Omar Bougal, when he scores, I didn't realise one of the games beforehand, he'd taken out the Accrington goalkeeper. And someone put a clip up the other day. When he scored on Saturday, he literally just takes out the defender. And I think, oh, I love that. It's brilliant. I thought it was really interesting. Firstly, I actually thought Swindon weren't bad at all. I thought they were actually quite a decent side. I thought that they set up to counter-attack quite well. And they did it in periods. I know it's easy because we won 4-0. But in the first half, they had a really good chance. At the beginning of the game, obviously, we spoke about it being um, Jake Young versus Ali Ohamadi. Um But I, I just... I just I actually thought before his goals, he was relatively quiet in terms mm. of he kind of was picking and choosing a lot of the runs he was doing. Um, but my God, that boy at the moment, you, you can't really, he's he's really, really clever at like setting traps. Like you'll sit and wait and sit and wait, a pass makes and he'll be on you. The way that he navigated his play on Saturday, I thought he was terrific. I thought they were all terrific. Armani Little is becoming the centre midfielder that we were, we were kind of promised, if you like, that uh, that goal-scoring midfielder who can hit the ball from outside the box, be quite tenacious. Um, I thought, uh, with you, I thought Ryan Johnson was great. I thought the centre midfielders, Reeves in particular as well, he just sets our tempo. Um, um, to be honest, the, the really interesting conversation was Tilly, for me, we were talking about it on Saturday. He has had an absolute barnstorming season had a little game off, probably rested, can't get back in, which is a which is a brilliant it's it's indicative of where we're at as a as a squad. Um I think Lemony Evans has taken his chance. I think Nurfield played really, really well. Um I guess my question was going to be and I'll um in fact I'll let you guys have your say and I'll just jump my question after. George, go on after you bud. I was gonna say on the T I think it's more he's being rested for Christmas. If you look you think- he, he, I think he got he up until before Ramsgate had the most minutes with Lewis. Yeah, with, I thought so, yeah. And I think with Tilly, when you can take him out for 90 minutes against Ramsgate, why not? <laughs> he's a winger. He's not designed to get for as many minutes. His body's probably not used to it. And Christmas is so important for us as a period of all those league games at once. I think you want Tilly, just, just rest him. Rest him for a few games. Probably comes back in potentially at the weekend, if not for Crawley. And he, and he fires again. I, I, I don't think it's a drop thing. I think it's more of load management because you don't want if you lose him for three months suddenly then I think that's a serious blow no I think the point I was making though George is that I think originally you're right I think he was rested definitely I don't think he was dropped but what has been interesting is I would have imagined before 
he was rested, it was a case of have a day off and come back in. Yeah. Now, Lemony Evans has been so good. Nerfield's been so good. I would have thought previously he probably would have come in for Saturday. He might come in, to be fair, on Salford game. But I just felt that he might have been rested and then come back in. The fact that Lemony Evans in particular has been, I've been very impressive. What a jump, by the way. The guy's got a serious leap. I, I've um, said this to everyone. The best thing that, about he, him he's really is good his leap is unbelievable for a small guy. He gets up so high for winning headers. Uh, I think George is right. I think Tilly's been rested. Uh, Christmas period is key for us if we've got any aspirations of automatic or playoffs. I know people are talking about automatic promotion now because we are, we're not just beat. People said beforehand and they were being quite negative. We've, we've only beat the teams in the bottom half. We've, yeah. we've just gone to smash Notts County and we've just gone to smash Swindon. Do you know what I mean? Swindon were eighth and they were above us in the league when we played. I think they were above us or they were near us. Do you know what I mean? And we, we beat these teams with a palm. Is that the a word? Plomb, a plomb. A plomb. That's it. We're a plomb. Right. A, right. A, a plomb's fine. I mean, we've, you know. But we have. We've beaten them easy, to be fair. Do you know what I mean? I, I can't think. I think Bass made one save on Saturday. Notts County, again, could have been six or seven. I think he's right. And I think with this Christmas period, we've got winnable games now coming up. Every one of them games at Christmas, I think, I'm looking at it and thinking we should get 15 points. Uh, and it's mad. And, and it's good now that we have got players in key positions that can come in if you need them. I, I still think we're weak at left back. If Curry goes or we get injured, but the rest of it is quite quite good. George, question for you, bud. Aaron Sasu didn't make the bench on Saturday. Where, where does he figure now? Because obviously, I I don't want to talk too much about January because we've got you know we we can probably talk about that in January. But where where is he at the minute? I know I think we people kind of know where Lee Brown is and know where Pell is. McLean's obviously gone on loan to somewhere Hit where do though. you he scored and got an assist on Saturday fine where do you see Sasu because he came in with such potential haven't really seen much where, where are you at with him mate I think it's quite hard at the moment for him I think he's got he's sort of got the Morgan Williams situation where he's got a lot of good players ahead of him in previous years he'd be starting every week and Morgan's been lucky enough that we've brought Lakin in so he can go out on loan yeah. whereas Sasu now we've sort of said okay McLean's going out on loan you've got to hang around and yeah. he'll a game on or whatever it is next Tuesday against Pompey. But it's just really tough because, you know, come January, they could, chances are, Lemon gets re- might get recalled on the 1st of January and then it's a completely different ball game or and he starts every week. I think, again, he squirms if he scores next Tuesday against Pompey and has a really good game, then people might say, oh, well, maybe he deserves 20 minutes off the bench. I think it's hard. And and is in the same situation. You know, he, he was really good for, really good for three months. Huss has come back. And now he can't get on the bench because Lee Brown's ahead of, but considered a more trusting player on the bench. So I think it's quite hard. But if you want to get promoted, which which obviously we do, you're going to have to have good players miss out on the squad. You don't. You, you, that's what happens in promotion teams. Being realistic. Yeah, and it's quite oh, weird. Go on, Lee. Sorry, it's quite uh, weird. You said about Ogundir because you two wanted him uh, sent out alone when we uh, George was last on the podcast, and we both didn't rate him at all. And now George is selling him. Uh, in January to like a Premiership club, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I I just it's good. I, my my big worry come January. I know we'll, we'll discuss this in a couple weeks or so. Is that Stockport are doing well, and if we're doing well, I don't think they need Lemony Evans or Lewis back. But to hinder us and to make us not so much of a rival, they could recall both of them. No, not buying that. I think I they're going to be. Not. I think they're going miles away from us. I don't. I think hope so. Got... I really do because. Lemony Evans has been mustered since he's come in. I, know. I think they're running and running and running Stockport. And I think Wrexham will go with them. And then after that, I think there'll be a scramble for third. 
and then it, the playoffs could be lively. So I, right. I don't, I don't worry about Lemony Evans getting recalled. My worry would be Joe Lewis getting recalled and sold, like the Towler. Yeah. I think that's my concern. I think Lemony Evans, we could get him in January if, if, if that's what we want to do. Sorry, George. I also think. I don't think they'd recall him for that reason. I think they'd either recall him, as you said, to sell or to actually use because I don't think Stockport see us as automatic promotion contenders. For us, if we can keep a playoff team stronger, they can nick points off Wrexham or if we can nick points off a team who's going to actually stop challenge Stockport. So I think if we're being realistic, I'm not sure we've got a, 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 an automatic in us. That's completely reliant on everything going on. Yeah, way. I agree with that. I agree with that. I'm saying fit. So I, I, I would be surprised if Stockport said we want to weaken Wimbledon because I think they see us as a side that could actually take points off teams that are in and around them and actually matter. And I know that sounds, that might belittle us a little bit, but if we're being realistic, can we sustain an automatic push without a serious investment in January? And that's also considering that's without Ali and Jack leaving. No, I think you're, you're spot on there, George, especially with January coming up. It is a scary period for us at the moment because we've seen it before. Uh, we lose one or two of our best players uh, and we, we will be struggling. I know, Everyone trust Craig Cope, and I did say this last week. I think it's going to be Cope's busy, uh, biggest test come to date is if we can keep Ali or not. And if we sell Ali, how do we replace him with someone who's going to come in and get his goals off the bat straight away? But yeah, George, what are you doing, mate? I was going to, I'm going to ask you another question after January with the Ali situation with stuff. What, what are you doing? Are you, are you? Is there a price in I, your head? And you thinking that's us? Are you thinking no? Sod it. We'll sell him. We'll go in the summer. Where, where are you at? I think it sounds awful, but. You have to sell them. You can't take that risk with the financial situation we're in. And I know it's really boring to say. No, it's not. If someone says to you, "Here's let's say two million pounds," and Cope has a replacement lined up that he thinks good enough, because I'm sure, I'm sure Craig's got a list of four strikers already that he goes right. The second Ali a bid gets accepted for Ali, we're sending a bid for Tolladge from Old Shot, for example, right? Yeah. Um, but I, I think you have to sell him for a certain number because. What happens on March the 1st? Let's say we're on a great run. He does his ACL. He's out for yeah. six months. Yeah. No one gets him in the summer. We have to sell him next January for 300 grand. That's a £2 million loss that we're turning down. And it sounds awful. And I and I love Ali. I absolutely adore Ali. He's a great footballer. But we are a selling club. And if the right number comes along, which will probably be, I think, I think could potentially be north of £2 million. I think I could see someone putting £2.2, £2.3 million on the table. I, I don't know if we can turn that down. I, I just don't. I just don't see how we can turn that down as a club. I, I, I worry more for our media teams, to be fair, if we sell Ali, because it means that they uh, they won't be able to keep bigging up the numbers that they keep getting, because once Ali goes, well, they won't have the Iraq following. So our 80,000 TikTok followers might drop uh, significantly and they uh, they won't be able to uh, buff up their ego anymore. But go on, Dan. Do you think it's the it's successes of shortening the market, though, George? The reason why I say it is that if he's not, if he wasn't as good, if it was just on last year, I think a League One team would have a dip with him at a million, 1.2. The minute we go into 2 million, the reality of it is no one in League One's going to get him. They can't afford him. Maybe if you want to be bold, a Peterborough, but he will have to go start and perform at League One, which I still don't know. As much as I like Ali, as much as brilliant as he's been, he's still relatively unproven. So once you go into North of 2 million, again, there aren't many championship teams because I still think I don't. He's not really the finished article. I still think he's a punt. So I, I think he's fantastic for League Two, and I think he, I think he is a good, good League One player. I just don't know 
QPR are third from bottom, fourth from bottom. They need a goal scorer to keep them up. Are they buying El Hamadi for two million uh, or are they buying so- somebody else? I don't know. That's the question I've got. That's why I think, personally, I would not be surprised if someone like Leicester came along and put two, two and a bit million in. Really? And, that high? And then, but then but then loaned him out for a year to a championship club. Because Leicester are thinking, look, we're going to get promoted. We need a striker for whenever it is that I in actual... I think, I think the chances are it's going to be a big championship club and they loan him out. And they'll loan because, him out. Because I, I think he, he, he's got everything you want in a modern striker, right? He's like an Ollie Watkins, but not quite as finished up. Like, yeah, yeah I, agree. Few years I agree. He's that kind of player. So he needs to develop. He needs to go upwards. And I think if you if he gets the right loans and the right management, he can he can play in the Premier League. He's got and he's only twenty one. He's twenty one. Do you really years think old. he's that good, George? Do you think he really could go all the way up to the Premier League? I think with the right in the right team and the right system. If look at that raw, like up over five yards, it's ridiculous how quick he is. Oh, he's rapid. He's actually rapid. That chance on Saturday, his movement where he came onto the left foot, the shot that got blocked, it yes. looked like he'd come from the other wing, basically, in five yards and was about four steps ahead of the centre-back. That quick movement, you can't, you can't buy, like, it sounds bad, you, you can buy it, but you can't teach that. That's just, that's just that split instinct. So I think, I think he could be a top championship player. That's why I think someone at the top of championship would put a bid in to okay. guarantee him because in the summer, it'll be a lot cheaper and a lot of clubs will want him. If you want him that much, you have to get him in January. Dan, did you see Casey McAteer going into the championship and flying? Did I see him doing that? Yeah, with us last year, struggling in... To be honest, I thought he was a really good player. I just felt but we played you... totally in the wrong position. Did you see him going into uh, the championship oh, no, and being def- a starter no, for Leicester? I agree with that. I never thought he would... Pushing on to would... premiership. I didn't I think we were we... finishing. He was going to turn up and be and, and pull up some trees. No, definitely not. And that's I what I mean. I, I, I think. I... Sorry, George? I thought he'd need another League Two loan. Before I, he, I, yeah, I, yeah. I thought he would come be coming back to us because I thought he'd need that. Yeah, like you said, another League Two. I, not saying I, I, I think Ali's absolutely. I, I can see him going to a Peterborough, maybe, maybe a lead. Uh, if we're talking about Championship leads and stuff, if they sell, who is it, Gronti or whatever his name is? I don't follow these. Yeah, yeah, If they sell him, they might look at an Ali and stuff. My worry, my. Issue with Ali is why has he never done it before? It really it blows my mind that Swansea had him and Wickham had him. My mate's a Wickham fan. He said, I can't believe we got rid of him, especially as he's scoring goals for you. And he looks absolute mustard. We put him now on the map, kind of thing. Uh, and agents and football scouts and everyone are looking at him and football clubs. Why would Wickham never ever going to be playing him when I just, it just blows my mind a little bit? To be fair, though, he came to us to replace the Sal. And if you remember, right at the beginning, he was on the we wing, on the wing. We played him wide, and yeah, all of a sudden we moved him central, and then he's been different gear. I mean, I Again. think it's really it's a really interesting thought process because, like George said, in it, blue sky thinking. If I'm his agent, I'm thinking join Sunderland, go out on loan to Portsmouth. I'm thinking that's what I'm thinking. But these teams in the Championship, there's not a lot of them that are going to bid two million pound because although we think it's a lot for us, it still is for a lot of these teams relatively big investment. And whether or not they're going to pay take that money and spend it on, because I think two from I think if it's a million, I think you take the punt and go right. Well, right up, but two million becomes quite a lot considering as well. Let's be honest, we're going to earn our money on the sell on because we're going to lose the third of it roughly. 25%. I think we're going to I think we're going to earn our money selling him the next time round. I think we'll get if it's Leicester, it might be I don't know a million and a half. We'll get a million. We'll replace it. We won't break even, but we'll do. We'll be 500 grand in the bank and we're hoping, right, are you going to rip it up in Leicester, get the 10 million gig, 
we've got the 30% now and now we're on 3 million because he could potentially earn our club 4 5 million pound here I think the other issue in January is Jack Curry I agree yeah he's had a brilliant he's had a brilliant since he's come back in whenever September and he I think going up to championship and playing left back is a lot easier than striker because the striker can score goals for where whoever you are whereas if you can put in 6 out of 10 7 out of 10 and find your feet in the championship you'll grow like properly quickly yeah, and I, I agree Generally, there I I sit in the in the uh, in the West Stand, sort of it, where the West and South Stand. Oh, are. where all the prawn sandwiches are. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and I I'm on Jack Curry's side basically. For there's not been a winger that's got past him. I think he's been beaten twice, and two times he's got back and blocked the cross. Yeah, he's like, been brilliant. One one on one situations, he's the best fullback I've seen at Wimbledon, and I, and I really think I wouldn't be surprised if we get another 800 grand bid in for him in January. How much is enough, George? I think 750, 800 grand. I, and that's enough with a sell-on, yeah? You don't, you don't get much more for a league two the, fullback. The, the, the worry with Curry is I think his contract runs out at the end of the summer. I know I think someone said we had a one-year option on it. Yeah, we did. I, so he's got 18 yeah, months. Yeah, so it's due to run out in the summer and then we can we he has, we can take the year, but I, we will. I, I, he is absolutely quality. Like George, I, where was the one recently? He got absolutely roasted for a half and then come out second half and the geezer couldn't then get round him. He'd learned literally in that first <coughs> half how to deal with him. Do you know yeah. what I mean? That's what I love about him. Is he he just keeps going all game. He's so good. And we did say at the start of the season when he was out, Nerfield uh, and Tilly and stuff would be better wingers once Jack Curry comes back in. So now we've got Jack Curry left, Biller right. Our wingers look better and we look so much better as a team because they are, they're up and down. If you put Lee Brown in left back and you put, say, who played right back, Ogandir, or even you put Johnson right back again. We struggle big time because they give us an outlet and they get us up the pitch very, very quickly. My last question to you, George. 2023, AFC Wimbledon. Good year? Bad year? What do you reckon? I think you've got to say bad year. Across the whole year? Across the whole year, Plough Lane, Plough Lane, what, we haven't seen many wins at Plough Lane. I know we've had three, we've we've back-ended it. The the reason, Bars would say it's a good year, but that football I watched between January and whatever it was May, May yeah. was absolutely shambolic. Like it was some of the worst football we've seen against some awful, some awful sides came and battered us. Like that's what was frustrating. I think even in the in the relegation season, when we lost, I thought, do you know what? They're decent sides, or been a bit unlucky. We were just dreadful for how it was. <laughs> and Ali really made Ali made that season bearable. Let alone good, he made it bearable. I think the second, I think since August has obviously been, it's been a lot, been a lot more enjoyable, and eventually now it seems we've turned the plow lane corner, like just turned the corner. But well, I think they, well, you've got to say it's a bad year. Well, I was going to say the, the thing, the big difference for me is last year we lost five one to Swindon, right? And this was our team: Zanev, Brown, Pierre, Nightingale, Biller, Woodyard, Yasaimi, Chislett, Mcatee, Pearson, and Hamadi, right? Out of that, you're literally having Billa, McAteer and Hamadi in a team, aren't you, really? People yeah. rate Chizit and stuff. And you think the difference this year when we absolutely tore apart Swindon yesterday, and that's the difference to me. I think, yeah, it's, bit, it's a bad year, but we are on the up. Hopefully, 2024 is going to be a much better year. But you look at that team. People were saying last year we should be signing Pierre. Nightingale should never be leaving. Woodyard, what a captain. Do you know what I mean? These people, I know they love Wimbledon and it and it's good to be positive and it is positive now, 
But back then, you look at it and people were like Yashaimi, people were saying signing him and Pearson and things like that. You look at that team and you think, not with what we got now and the players we got now, it's night and day. It's boys versus men. This Saturday's team would absolutely batter last year's Wimbledon team that played against Swindon. Um, I've just got a question for you two boys then to, to wrap up the segment. Signing of the year is Ali Al Hamadi or Craig Cope? Ali Al Hamadi. Craig Cope. It ain't He's just Craig... squad from 21st into potential playoff challenges. But, uh, that's not that's this, not easy. This ain't a dig at Craig Cope. This is it ain't just Craig Cope, it's Johnny Jackson as well. So Johnny Jackson needs to have some respect and, and get some credit for some of the players that he has signed as well. So a couple of them are his signings. Uh, Craig Coates has been involved and, and done it brilliant. But as I said, he hasn't had a test yet. And that's, I think, will come mm-hmm. if we have to sell Jack Curry and if we have to sell Ali Hamade. Because I think... Jack... Sorry? Summer rebuild, I'd argue, is a big test. Taking yes. a squad from nowhere in 21st and turning it around. But then if you look at what Johnny Jackson's done like on Saturday, he changed it around at half time because they changed it around and we combated that. I think he's learning on the job and he's done much better. But also some of the signings are his signings as well. Craig Hope's done a great job. It's an eight out of 10 job at the moment. But as I said, he hasn't had a test yet because all the players that he signed and it's credit to him have worked. Even the McLeans yeah. and stuff, they're gone on loan and they're doing it right now on loan. But yeah. I still think Ali Hamadi is the signing of the of the summer, which some people don't, so some people say it's Craig Cope who signed him. Some people say it was Johnson that, that now gone to commentary that signed him. Uh, Johnson who was here before. I don't know who it was, but it's Ali Howard If it weren't for his goals, we'd be nowhere near it. Either and way, I'm a lot more hopeful going into January because I, I believe that Cope's set us up. Either way, I'm sure he's come January the first. He's like last year. Remember when Towler went back and then Paris went back and then Sal went. It was like. Fuck. Well, you you told us you told us you weren't going to recall him. It's like football. It changes. I'm sure Cope's gone. I, I, okay, he's staying, but I'm going to prepare for the fact that he's not. Do you know what I mean? Hundred percent, like George. Hundred percent. And I I'm I'm looking forward to it because I think a test is what Craig Cope needs. Do you know what I mean? To say, look, this is what I'm all about. Do you know what I mean? It's not. It sounds rude to say he's got lucky, but he's a perfectly perfect summer transfer window. But come January, if we have to sell Curry. And we have to sell Ali, which we will have to sell him in the summer anyway. Uh, there's no doubt about it. It's just because we have to fund the debt. I do, I do. I'm I'm looking forward and excited to see what he does. And I think that's what every fan should be now excited for the the windows. Before it was like, oh, you look at the players like Presley and Terry Blardy and the, the winger that we got from Barnsley, and you think, oh, I never want to go back to them days. And Cope's been absolutely spot on. But he has tests coming up, which I think it's got to excite the fans more than anything. Danny? No, Craig Cope for me. We had Ali in January and we were absolutely terrible until May. He's in that team and in that squad. Um, Craig Cope's come in. I mean, the one thing I would say is that there's no doubt, for me, in the last month, Johnny Jackson has found his feet, finally, tactically, subs, changing shapes, changing formations, personnel changes. He has had a blinding month. And it's been great because the first time we've actually, rather than just going, I'm going to stick to type, he's gone, no, I'm changing it and I'm doing this. And it's been lovely to see us blossom. But without those signings, Ali is absolutely fantastic as a football player. He's the most exciting player in League Two for me right now. But we had him last year. He he played well, but we as a group were not very good. 
Craig Cope has now got players across our team who, with Ali, have made us very good. Ali has definitely, again, gone up a gear, which is wonderful to see from him. But personally, I feel like Craig Cope, the, the, the reason why I'm just a little bit hesitant on saying Craig Cope, because as you just said, and George alluded to it, I just I don't know the dynamic between him and, and Jackson. If Jackson's going, I want these kind of players, and Craig Cope goes, these are the, my options, go and have a look and make a call, then Jackson deserves a lot more credit of it. If if Jack, and again, it's like, are you a manager? Are you a head coach, etc. If If Johnny Jackson has been given the players and told to coach them, then Craig Cope has got as much... Um, status as Jackson but if Jackson's recommending I really want Jake Reeves I'm on the phone to Jake Reeves I've got him that by the way as you said Lee start of the summer getting Jake Reeves all of us were like oh okay we're not playing we're not playing games now we're going to go up a gear so I think right now I'm saying Craig Cope has been has been has been our our best acquisition this year oh. but my god Ali is at the moment it's, it's... something else Let's put it right. It's a team game, so yeah, of course, it's yeah. the management team. So it's Jackson, Cope, Skiverton, and Rob Tuvey. I mean, and they've the the management team have turned it round. Is it because Craig Cope's brought these players in? Possibly, but as I said, I'd like to know the dynamic. Has Jackson gone out and gone? I want them in the Evans. I want Amani Little. Do you know what I mean? Because I know what they can do. Fair play if he is. We we might never know, but yeah, I think. I'm buzzing to see the summer if we do lose Curry and Ali, how he replaces them and who he replaces them with. Uh, it's when we get that test now and he signs a dud and stuff and how we move duds on. We've got a lot of, we're going to have a lot of wages at the end of the summer as well because we we will definitely we'll be moving on the Zanevs, the Browns, the the uh, Pels. Yeah. So right, we'll move on. Uh, when we come back, we'll do Danny's quiz. The Wombles had a dream podcast by the fans for the fans. We're back. Uh, we are going to be going with uh, Danny's Christmas. Is it a Christmas quiz or end of year quiz? Or Why don't you just shut up just and let quiz. me run a quiz? All right. Sorry. In the break, Lee slaughtered me. Apparently, I'm not letting him join in. So, everyone, this is Lee. He's a mate of mine. <laughs> Um, George, you know, be nice to Lee. Yeah. Well, no, no. I just first part, it was like, oh, I've got a question. George, got a question. I'm like, hello, I'm over here. I know people don't really want to hear my voice. I'm the. Uh, oh, they just want to see you. The strong link of the. Are you having flashbacks to school when you got left out? Were you last one picked on the playground? No, uh, he, he was never last picked because he always beat the twelve-year-olds, didn't he? Yeah, true. Beat the eleven-year-olds of football, didn't it? El, well, El Clasico. Well, well, when year I was eight. eleven, mate. If I if it weren't for my knee injury, I'd have made it as pro. Anyway, okay, let's right. start the quiz. Well, welcome to the quiz, everybody. Um, there are four rounds now. Some of them you're going to work together. Um, and some of them, you're not going to work together. Okay, so the first two rounds, you're working together. So all it's right. a bit of fun. And then the second two, you're not. They're all AFC women related. No cheating. Um, no cheating, obviously. What I'll do is I'll ask some questions. People, if they're listening, they're, by all means, they can pause it or you can just join in or whatever. So the four categories today, gentlemen, I hope you're excited, is mm. fantastic debuts, top goal scorers, Right. Who, who are we missing? And where did he come from? Okay, so mm. your first round is fantastic debuts. How are we feeling about fantastic debuts as a round? Easy. Yeah. But do we shout out the answer or do we buzz? Well, again, thanks for interrupting me. I'm the ant, yeah, you're the deck. Yeah, you listen to what I'm telling you. Yeah. Right. First things first, we need to organise a captain for this round. Don't worry, because the next round, you'll swap. 
So who wants to be the first captain for this round? Lee, you you felt left out, so I didn't... <laughs> George, you're so charitable this year. I, I was captain in school, so. Okay, I'm just going to ask some questions about famous debuts. Okay, all you've got to do is tell me the answer. Really, you can have a little chat and go for it. Okay, we're working as a team on this one. Yeah, you're working together. Well, you're not making it clear, so. Okay, well, I'm making it clear now. So yeah. you're working together for this game. Right. Okay. Why am I captain? Because okay. George gave you the opportunity because you felt left out because he's the captain of the next one. Yeah. What does captain mean, though? What do I get? What... It means that you're the one who's got to give the final answer. Well, okay. All right. Are we, are we ready to go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could be, we could be here till midnight. <laughs> right. Charlie Adamino scored on his debut against Bristol Rovers in August 2011. What was very important about that game? Crystal Rovers, Charlie Adamino. Yeah. yeah, it was the first game back in the Football League and we wore white shirts, I believe. Is that not right? No, that wasn't against Bristol Rovers, was it? Yeah, it was, because they were green and black. Yeah, it was. August what, 20- what, with uh, Jamie Stewart as captain? Yeah, Jamie Stewart scored and we lost... Charlie three- Adamino playing? I thought he was low. Yeah, early. Adamino signed that summer and we oh, wore oh, hey. George, no raising your voice at the captain, yeah? Yeah, true. You need to get a grip, captain. You are losing the plot here. Oh, mate, these young pups, come on, stop raising their voice at me. Right. <laughs> We think it's first goal back at uh, in the Football League. That's the correct answer. Charlie yeah. Adamino was not the first goal, but he scored um, on his debut in our very first game. Hello, George. Um, Good bit of captaincy there. Same question. We're talking about competitive fixtures here, and I'm not including the bloody EFL League nonsense. Who is the last player for Wimbledon to score on his debut? It's a Bristol City Motors... Cup now. I'm so sorry. We're not including the Bristol City Motors. But who is the last player to score on their debut for AFC Wimbledon? Oh, thank you. Did we have anyone debut last year and score? Well, this year we we, we drew a blank up at Grimsby. Oh, oh yeah. Is it not McLean against Cov? Ah. Oh. Oh, yeah. oh wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Tilly. No, because no, Tilly, no, Tilly played up at Grimsby. Did he? Well, what about yeah. Ali? Ali, Ali's debut was in January. McLean's debut was in August. What's the question again? <laughs> what captaincy that is. Unbelievable captain. That's why I'm making sure we're right. The captain is, who is the last player to have scored McLean. on their debut for AFC Wimbledon? 100% George, yeah. He scored against Coventry in the Cup. The yeah. answer is Ryan McLean. Yeah. Yes, well done. The Coventry game again. Well done. Um, Class captaincy. Question uh, three. Which lone player scored on their debut away to Wickham in January 2014? Which which lone player scored on their debut against Wickham away January 2014? Lee, I genuinely think I know this. I think it's potentially Charlie White. Or or is it... I, I might have been there. Was it FA Cup, though? No, that's Sean Rigg. That was Sean Rigg, wasn't it? 1-0? Yeah. No, but that was the year after. That was 2015, wasn't it? I, Rigg, I think I, I think Charlie White. Charlie White. He was on loan. Definitely from, loan from uh, up north, wasn't it? Yeah. And he scored at Wickham. I know he scored at, at the back post. I think I was there. I can only remember Wickham... In January was have been FA Cup. I was there when Jake Jervis scored in December as well and shushed the away end. 
Yeah, um, that was not 2014, though. Yeah, I, I think it's Charlie White. Yeah, I think you're right. Let's go Charlie White. You lot are absolutely flying. Go oh, on, boys. Danny, can I just... My back's hurting from carrying this team. <laughs> I'm struggling a little bit here. It's absolutely Mate, fine. I was just about to say Charlie. I was going to say Rick or Charlie Oh, here White. we go. Here we go. Seriously, took it right off me brain. Right off your brain? Yeah, I was just okay. about to say it. Next question. Let me try and get this pick one. Okay. Who is the only player for AFC Wimbledon? To score on their debut against the scum. Are you sure you're so not going to fall? Their name very or? first, I'm not allowed to apparently. Their very first game for Wimbledon was against that team who scored on their debut against that team on their debut for Wimbledon. I have an answer, a guess of an answer for this. Well, Jack Midson scored in the FA Cup. Yeah, but it wouldn't have been a debut. FA Cup would never be a debut. No, I know it weren't Jack Midson's debut. I think I'm just going through the people that scored from him, George. Let me do my thinking. Okay, I'm just going to put an idea out there. Marcus Force scored against them roughly in August. Uh, no, but he said no EFL games, didn't he? No, 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 no. no. It was on the telly. Marcus Force scored when we played them on the telly. Well, we look, uh, We got smashed, didn't we? And then Marcus Force come on and we played really well. Yeah, and I yeah. don't know. That might have been his first first. Well, I think game. I think I've got it, George. I think it's Marcus Force, Danny. Marcus Force is the correct answer. Yes. No, I'm good at this. Jesus. September 2019. This ain't my round, to be fair. This ain't my round, debuts. Okay. Joe Piggott scored in his debut in January 2018 at home to which team? I was going to say Wigan away. No, it's, um, I, I, I remember this. I he think scored at Kings Meadow Blackpool. at home. Blackpool at home. Blackpool. He's, Definitely he's, Black, yeah, Blackpool. He scored. It was like a sliding volley. It was actually a really, really good goal. Yes, but I'm sure it was Black. I'm pretty sure it was Blackpool as well, George. We'll go Blackpool, Danny. Blackpool's the correct answer. Oh, mate, we're fire flying. It's too easy. This Absolutely outrageous. Too easy. Okay, let's make it harder then. Please Two do. players um, on the first day of the season in August 2014. Oh. Two players scored on their debut. You get a point for each. I have it. A- I have one of the guess. I'll go Matt Tubbs as one of them because he he was around at that point, August 2014. I'll go Matt. I think Matt, I'm going to go. My guesses will be Matt Tubbs and Sean Rigg. Actually, we need two. Matt Tubbs. I, think, I don't think it's Rigg. I think I know Rick Tubbs. Who was playing up front with Tubbs? Uh, was Bayo the... then? But Bayo didn't score in his debut. It would have been a big sit up. It would be Bayo and Tubbs. They play up to definitely Tubbs. I remember Tubbs. What about Aziz? No, Aziz was the season after. Oh. Here we go. Matt Tubbs is one of them, Danny. That is a correct answer. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll still Matt back. Tubbs down the far end from my end. Yeah, it was a volley. He scored at the really other end. Goal. Yeah, it was good. Like little header. Yeah, I'm going to go That's Sean Rigg. I have no, no better answer because I don't think it's Frankham. I think Frankham was playing for us. No, before definitely, the... Frankham did score a debut goal. Sean Rigg. Correct answer. You <laughs> lot are unbelievable. Well, not you lot. Just Mate, I am flying in this quiz. Okay. The next question. Who scored on their debut for AFC Wimbledon in their first ever League Two match? Not Wimbledon's first League Two, his first ever League Two match for AFC Wimbledon. It's his Sal. debut. 
Who scored? It's got to be a sale, isn't it? Accrington away. That was League One. Huh? That was in League One. So this player yeah, scored... He was on his football you... league debut, he said. He scored in his football league debut at home in League oh. Two. So the recent round of League Two. Because Sal did score. I'm, being, I'm basically trying oh, oh. to be very ambiguous oh. to make life hard for you. Oh, um, Curry. Jack Curry. Jill's at home. Yeah, Jill's at home. Because he did, to be fair, at first he said football league debut, which Sal did. So that could be a bonus point. But Sal was scored it in League One. so that Yeah, but that's still football league. But he Would said you... League Two. No, he didn't. He said Football League. Then oh, he's right. changed it to League Two, George. Oh, I think it's... We'd listen back when it goes out on Friday. Shut up. We'll say Jack Curry, Danny. Jack Curry. Curry is the correct answer. Wait, try to make it a bit harder. But Assal did score. You did say Football League first, didn't you? No, he said League Two, didn't you? I said League Two. I no, said you football didn't. League, then I said League Two. Yeah, I, I, you I, after. I'm ticking both boxes. You said Football League, though. Right, first. I'm going to get rid of this round. This is, I've got two questions left this round, then we're moving on. Right, yeah, here right, we go. Going into um, time, yeah. Never mind that. We've got plenty of time. It's a quiz. It's Christmas Christmas special. Ethan Chislett, obviously his dad's favourite player, um, <laughs> scored on his debut against Northampton. Um, what was so interesting about that season and that goal? That, see, that was the first... I think we he scored after like 20 seconds. So on the first day of the season... So I think it could technically be the first goal in the EFL that year. We'll go with that, Danny. It could be. It's not my answer is that it's the first game of the season that's ever taken place in September. Rather than most seasons start in August. After yes. COVID, we didn't start till September. And even Chislett scored rightly, very, very early in that one. Um so that's disappointing, might, George. But there might be some fact checking. But yeah, we'll, we'll, give, we'll give it to George. Chin up, George. It's disappointing, but we'll go again. And finally, um, two part question. August 2021. Who scored in their debut and against who? And Mabudi scored against Sheffield Wednesday, wasn't it? No, because he would have played the week before, or maybe. That was his debut because he came off the oh, bench, didn't he? And Macca scored. Uh, Luke McCormick scored up at Donny. What was... Luke McCormick scored a free kick up at Doncaster. He first did, day didn't he? Yeah, it was 2-1. And then Mabudi come on against... Was it? No. Mabudi well, scored the day the week after against Who Bolton. did we draw against? Free all at home. First... Bolton. Bolton. So he scored in that game. But McCormick scored the week before. Was I don't know the week before? Mabudi... Yeah, so that was the second. We we won up at Doncaster. Yeah, two one, two one, and then we came at home. Right, but I don't know who they played up at Donny, but yeah. Mac def- McCormick definitely scored against Doncaster, yeah. and that was his debut. Yeah, Luke McCormick, Doncaster. You've got every single question right. I'm absolutely stunned that you've managed to get every one of them right. I've made, I've dressed it up as hard as I can. One, two. Three, Solid four, captaincy five, there. Seven. Let's see if ten George out, can do the ten same. Out, ten out of ten. Right, over to you, George. Now, yeah. um, I'm going to give you, as a team, and again, you might want a pen and paper just to kind of write down Don't roughly. I want you to tell me the top ten goal scorers ever for um, AFC Wimbledon, non-league and league. Right. When you give me an answer, I'm going to tick it off like tenable. I'm going to tell you what number they are in the list, and I'm going to get rid of them, and I'm going to give you three wrong answers. If you, if you need them. George? So, Kevin. 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Straight away, yeah. I was going to say Kevin Cooper. So Kevin Cooper is George, cannibal. George, George Shearing? I'm going to be honest with you, I have no idea who that is. You know I'm Joe Shearing? I'll, I'll, I'll knock off Danny Kedwell. Danny Kedwell is tenable. He's second. John Main? Yeah, John Main. John Main is tenable. He's third. Uh, Joe Piggott. Yep. Joe Piggott is tenable. He is fifth. Lyle Taylor. Taylor. Yeah. He is tenable. Fourth. 55 goals. So you've got Kevin Cooper top, 104. Kedwell, 63. Main, 58. Taylor, 55. Piggott, 54. Is this a bad shout, Luke Moore? I'm not. I'm, this is an official answer. This is just asking Lee. No, is no. That... You have to go final answer and then I'll accept it. Luke Moore's no. not a bad shout. He played, he scored a lot of goals. It's why I think Joe Shearer. It's not top goal scorers in a season, is it? Like twenty goals. It's how many they scored overall for their Wimbledon career. Right. Who is in the top ten? As a as it has been said, obviously on the on the I, most admirable thing, which is Wikipedia. Did Luke Moore score more he than fifty a... goals? No, but no, but that fifty goals is fifth. So I imagine if you get down to tenth, you're looking at 35, 30. I don't know if he scored thirty goals though. That's a lot of goals. I'm thinking someone he, like he, Sam Hatton as well. Luke Moore scored is is one of the most. He, he's up there in the top five. Go for it. Go for it. We'll go Luke Moore. First life gone. Ah, I told you, man. I'm thinking Sammy Hatton as well. He scored a lot of goals. Yeah, but he's a he's a most. Captain oh, oh did we say Jack Midson? No, we didn't. But go Jack Midson. Jack Midson. We'll lock that one in. Jack Midson is tenable. He is seventh on your list, number 42. He's got 42 goals. 42. Go Joe Shearing, George. I'll go whoever that is. Joe, 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 Joe Shearing is correct, yes. Lee. 38 goals. Yeah, he is in eighth. So there's two people below him. Who scored loads of goals in non-league? Kevin Cooper, Joe Shearing. I still think Sam Hatton. I don't know if he's got more than Luke Moore. I would not have Sam Hatton as more than Luke Moore. But he scored. He played the most games for us. He played. He's our. I think he played the most games. Him and uh, what's his name Fuller were the most played people. I'm trying to think of strikers now that have scored more than thirty goals. AFC Wimbledon. It's a tricky. It's a tricky. It's not a tricky one. I think two are gettable. One's quite lively. So, 30 goals. Asal, so, how many Asal get? Oh, uh, no, Asal's got less than... Asal wouldn't be even... 
past 25, I don't so there's, there's, I'm going to give you a little clue here just to keep everybody vaguely interested who are listening. <laughs> three, three players left. Sixth place has got 52 goals. Ninth, Matt Everard. Got, ninth has got 34, and tenth has got 26. George, go Matt Everard. You he sure? Scored, he scored 20 goals a season, the geezer. He played like three or four. Go Matt Everard. We'll go Matt Everard. That is tenable. Yeah. Ninth place, Had to he be. got 34 goals. Yeah. So you've got two more. You've got a lad on 52 and a lad on 26. Who's 52 goals? That's quite a lot, isn't it? 52 goals. That's quite a lot of goals. That that must be a non-league player, no? Although 52, if you look at from 2012 on, we've had Midson and we had Tubbs for a year and we sort of went to Lyle. Then how, many did, how many did Tom Elliott get? What was the lowest one? Sorry. So it's all right. It's 52 and 26. Tom Elliott didn't get 26. I think he got, what, 15, 20. Bayo didn't get that many. Hubs was only six months, wasn't he? Yeah, he didn't. Uh, Smith, what about Smith, who played up front for us? Only here for a year, wasn't he? Yep. He scored some goals in that season, but yeah, he wouldn't have got that many. Who could have scored? What? Lewis Humbers didn't score that many. What about wingers? What? George Frankham. He was here for a while, wasn't he? No, I'd say if Sam Manhattan would have more goals than George Frankham. You're looking for, gentlemen, a star centre-forward. And a very, very good winger. Yeah, I'd say winger. I was going to say winger. Bartram, so Bartram, winger. Didn't get, Bartram didn't get that many goals for us, did he? A very, very good centre forward. That must be a non-league, non-league player. No? What about Christian Jolly? No. I'd say Ayub scored more goals than Christian Jolly. Oh, that's a, well, a, a, a nah, sorry, got, If got, Lee we... goes back from nowadays and goes back through our team's He's missed one major centre-forward, in my opinion, who has scored a bundle. And when he gets it, he'll go bloody hell and you'll know who it is. But you've got to go back Kevin through Cooper, the timeline and go Joe all the Shearing. way down or go the other way. Go up from the bottom up or from the top down. Basically, you've got John Main, you've got Danny Kedwell, you've got Kevin Cooper. Who's in the middle? Who's the main striker in the middle? Kevin if I Cooper, give you one Joe characteristic Shearing. of his, you'll get it immediately. So Can't be Bayo. Depends if you want to have a clue or not. Can't be Bayo, can it? Can't be. I need a guess, though, chaps, for the sake of our podcast not dying yeah. on its ass. <laughs> you, know you know what, Lee? I'm going to go back, and I'm going to, I'm going to back, I'm going to go guess. And you're captain, George. So you need to start growing up. Go there. Yeah, yeah. Going, Lee. You now need to. My, my captaincy my... got us ten out of ten last time. Correct. <laughs> Adam, George, you're letting are yourself you... down. Lock, it, lock in, are you Bissau? He is not tenable. He's close, but he's not 26. I thought Star Wing would be him. Now, the other thing, George, to make your life difficult here, George, I think this has got to be Lee's territory of AFC Wimbledon, not yours. It's not grey, is it? So I think grey. Lee's got to kind of take this by the scruff of the neck and deliver. George, you've got You've done well with your um, your debuts. Lee's got to start stepping up here. He's letting himself down. Ah. He's let his beard down. He's letting the podcast down, really, to be honest with you. I don't think strikers. Kevin Cooper, John Main, Danny Kedwell, Joe Shearing. Who was strikers who played? Oh, go Richard Butler. Richard oh. Butler. Yes, Lee. Yes. Correct. He's the striker. Yes. yes. You now need one more. Lower down. Is it a non-league winger. player? 
I'm not giving you a clue. You've got one more guess and you've got one more. I'm trying to think of Gray. Gray, who played on the wing for us. can't remember his first name now, but he... Uh, not Anthony he, Finn. He didn't score enough goals, did he? No, no. Gray would have scored more goals than him. I'm trying to think of wingers. Uh, non Bartram wouldn't have scored that many goals. People like that. Jolly wouldn't have done. It's got to be a non-league winger who banged in. Go, go with Gray. It's my last answer. I can't think of any other one. Yeah, we'll go Gray then. 10 out of 10. Yes. Ryan, Ryan Gray. Yes, that's it. Ryan, that's it. You, I'm absolutely, I'm speechless. I'm absolutely speechless at you two. This is absolutely, this is filthy. So see, I told you George was on debuts and I was on goal scorers. Right. Now, the bad news now is now I'm splitting you up. Oh, here we go. Now, just to be clear, and I'm going to make this really honest, I am a very prolific quiz master, but I have a very strong reputation of making a mistake here and there. <laughs> I don't think I don't think I have here. But if I have, then I will take full responsibility. So this is the question. You are right. going to take it in turns. Lee, heads or tails? Tails. I didn't even spin a coin. You're obviously wrong. Uh, George, you can go first or go second. It was totally no, up to you, you didn't even flip a coin. That's what I'm saying. I, I just did it deliberately because I just I, I found you. I found your whole talk about bullying 11 year olds on the football pitch particularly distressing. George has got some. George has got. If George, had a, if George had a light on, I'd be at like a little lamp <laughs> or, or, or like a candle. For those who don't know, George is basically a silhouette. He's yeah. almost like um very like, like an enigma. It's almost like is he there? Is he not there? Like an entity rather than a person. Oh, hold on a minute. Let's have a look. <laughs> Oh, Jesus, oh, Jesus, George, put the lights back Jesus, on. Jesus, we're talking about bad barnets. Jesus. Yeah. Looks, looks like I'll a young go, John Lennon. I'll go second. I'll go second. Love that from you. No, no, no. He's already told you you're going first. So there ain't. No, oh, no, no. Hey, no, no, no. He's won the toss. He's decided <laughs> if he goes it first. It was not even first. a toss. This is ridiculous. You just right. want George to win. Now, well, of course I do. Yeah, absolutely. Because I came back. Because I came back guess. in the second round. First round, I was poor. Second round, smashed George to pieces. I told you, I'll play any 11-year-old at anything and I'll beat him. Okay, this is it. And this is why you need to really listen carefully. I did suggest that you get a pen and paper. I've got one. So if you've got it or your phone, and I'm going to obviously trust that you're not not going to cheat. You need to name as many different teams we have not played since being AFC Wimbledon who are in the current 92. So listen carefully. You need to write down or have as many as you can. We cannot have played them. They're under 23. So it has to be Football League, FA Cup, League Cup. No friendlies. No friendlies. Just those. Are we going back and forth until he gets one wrong? Correct. So I'm going to just take a moment. Write down. I'm going to give you one minute. I'm going to just do a little monologue to everybody. I need to write down. Um, Have a little think about it. And I'm not going to... I'll just quickly, each time you say one, I'm going to say... The teams before, so just quickly Thank jot you. down some if you want. Yes, please. Thank you for putting your hand up, George. Really appreciate it. Yes, under twenty threes. Do they count or not? Absolutely not. It's got no. to be League Cup, right? Football FA Cup. I'm ready. Uh, of course you are. League Cup, FA Cup, or League Football. I'm ready. George obviously has decided he goes second, so I'm going to try and give it. I'm going to say no more than fifteen seconds. Ready. Well, um, I think you're fine. I'm the one who says, are you ready, Lee? To be honest with you, once again, you've tried to encroach into my world. I'm fully appreciative of you being involved, but if you can stop jumping into my world, I'd appreciate it. Right. George, how are you getting on? Are you happy for me to, to start? Yeah, go on then. 
Right, Lee, I will tell you you've won, and then I'm going to say the other person's name. I'm going to highlight each team that is written on my list. Let's see you get on. Lee, first team, please. Aston Villa. Aston Villa is a correct answer. Um, George, please. Man City. Man City is a correct answer. Thank you, George. Um, I'm going to move over to Lee, please. Burnley. Burnley is a correct answer. Thank you very much, Lee, for your input. Um, George, please. I love United. Which one? Manchester. Manchester United. Manchester. Manchester. Um, is the correct answer. Thank you very much. Um, Lee, please. Leeds. Dirty Leeds. Leeds United. Correct answer. Thank you very much for your input. Um, George. Uh, Newcastle. Newcastle United. I'm going to give you that answer. Thank you very much indeed. Um, Lee. I've got to think then. Yeah, I've got, it's the reason why you haven't written it down, yeah? George written them down. You haven't. This is failing. Queen's Park Rangers. Queen's Park Rangers is a correct answer. George. Uh, Brighton. Brighton Hove Albion is a correct answer. Lee. Norwich City. Norwich City is a correct answer. George. Uh, Wolverhampton Wanderers, please. Thank you for saying, please. And you, I'm gonna, I'm pleased to say it's the right answer. Um, Lee, please. Just speaking quietly, just to build up the tension. Just an awkward silence. Blackburn Rovers. Blackburn Rovers is incorrect. When did we play them? We won one nil. Played them in League One. No, George. And that's the game. No, George has got an answer and he might get one wrong. No, no, no. It was first to get one wrong. He might get it wrong, though. To be fair, I went second. I went second. Okay. Go on, George. Hit me with it. Anyone you do. Everton. Everton's a correct answer. Yeah. Unlucky. So, the ones I had left, it'd be interesting to see if anyone agrees or disagrees. I had left Fulham. I, I have Palace. Palace. Oh, yeah, I'll just get rid of them while we're here. I've got Fulham. I've got Palace. Yep. Go on, him. Huddersfield. Huddersfield, I've got. Yep, yeah, I don't think we played them. I yep. had Watford. Watford, we have not played them. Played them in a friendly, I believe, but not in a West Bromwich. Pre- yeah, West Brom. Yeah, West Brom. Yeah. Preston. Preston, I've got that on my list. Yeah. Uh, and Stoke. Was the other and one I had? Stoke. And okay. Swansea. And Swansea. Cardiff as well. We played Blackburn. We played ages Cardiff. ago, didn't we? Yeah, we played Cardiff. League Cup. Oh. The, the teams I've got left. Swansea, we haven't. No, I've got ones I've got left. Reading. Yep. Played them uh, pre-season, but not in else. Bournemouth. Yep. Played them in in a pre-season. Uh, Forest. Could be wrong, but I don't think we played them. Uh, Leicester. I don't remember playing them. Southampton. Yeah. I don't remember us playing Sunderland. We have yeah. played Sunderland. Oh, it's one. Brilliant, that's me wrong then. Um, <laughs> Middlesbrough? No. Um, Bristol City? That's dis- I'm disappointed. Hey, hey, Bristol loads. Yeah. Bristol played City? In, played them in the yeah. League Cup at Bristol. What, what was the score? We lost 1 2 0. That was really? it. That was 13 14, wasn't it? Early doors. Yeah, it was, it was, Are you sure that's they, not the. Um, no, the we played them in the league. Spain. 
No, it was a League Cup and they built a new stand. Well, that's me wrong twice. So technically, I've lost twice. Uh, and I've put Birmingham. I nearly went Birmingham. I should. I thought I had Blackburn. That's all. That's the, they're the only ones Birmingham I Birmingham was but... my next one. All right. That's disappointing, that. Disappointing. Anyway, So that means that we've got, going into the final round, the final round, chaps, is on the buzzer, I'm afraid. So I'm not going to ask you to come up with a buzzer. You've just got to uh, say your name. Well, I, I, again, I've appreciated that. That's a lovely buzzer. Um, the last one is just a really simple one. Where did he come from? Now, I'm going to give you 10 players. What, like span... where they were born? Shut up. The, the, the club that they were at immediately before us. This is literally George's game. <clears throat> well, we'll Ridiculous. So, the first question, there's 10 of them. Very, very, very sparsely spread, these players. So, um, George, are you going to entertain a buzzer noise or are you just going to say George? Um, I don't mind. Okay. What are you doing, Lee? Are you buzzering, Lee? Or... Don't know yet. Okay. We'll just, I'll tell you what, let's just express ourselves. Just depends on how quickly I can get there. Because yeah. this is George's game. All right. Okay. Here we go. First question. Really should be nice and easy for you lot. Men of your um, stature. Um, Nesta Guinness Walker, please. Uh, uh, Lee Finch. Met Police. Met Police. I'm, su- I'm not surprised that you know that. That is the correct answer. One yeah, nil. George, in your face, George. It's almost like a penalty shootout. Um, okay. Next question is um, Christian Jolly. Uh, Lee. I need an answer, please. You can't just buzz. Quiz Kings, I mean, Kingstonian. It's a shambles. I, I'm going to give it to you, but uh, next time, chaps, I need an answer horrendous. almost immediately. Why is that horrendous? I knew the answer, but... Well, you can't buzz and then take 10 seconds to think. I mean, Otherwise, I buzzed. Chris Tarrant's not put up with it. I buzzed. Danny didn't go, yes, Lee. You then started piping up. Can I be honest with you, Lee? You are ruling this Christmas party. <laughs> you've, been, you've been having a go at little kids. Two nil, yeah. I'm having, a, I'm having a go at a little kid now. Two nil in your face, George. Eat them apples. <laughs> Number three. Come on, ladies. Come on, ladies. Kevin St. Luce. Uh, yes, please, Lee. Cardiff City. That's the correct answer. Fucking hell. Yes. I think we found um, George's crypt tonight. Question four. Sammy Moore, please. Bib. Um, thank you for changing your buzzer sound. Late notice. Thank you. Margate. That's the wrong answer, oh. Lee. You're now frozen out. I'm going to give George a chance. To, can he steal this question? How long has he got, though? Hey, hey, as long as I want him to have power. Can't put the kettle on. I genuinely, I have no clues. No, of course I'm, you don't I'm, know, do you? Your heart's not in it. I'll go, go Brentford. I think he came from there, like, under 23s or something. Sadly not. It is Dover Athletic. Oh, I knew it was a Kent club. I was so close. You were. You just. You're all you in the same county. You're nowhere near anywhere else. Oh, right. Um. Next question. Brett Johnson, please. Ah. Uh, uh, th- thank you, uh, Lee. I'm going to go Brentford. Brentford's the correct answer, Lee. Oh, as if. This is absolutely. This is a joke. I might as well lay back. I might as well have a couple. Oh, Lee, cut, cut, cut back to the first round. I think you contributed absolute zero. Smash second round. Beat <coughs> me for a round now. Lee, Lee, if you're trying to pass George some of those sour grapes out next year, that would be oh, great. Mate, I told you I batter kids for fun at these games. Yeah, but you, not just just not not on, not on sort of debuts. Um, okay, next one, please. Um, Billy, not please. Bib. Oh, yeah. yes, Lee. Sunderland. That's the correct answer. 
Yes, thank you. Okay. Now, George, I really want you to start up in your up in your shit here, mate. What um, is it? First of ten? What, what, uh, well, I, I don't know what it is. But I could go moment, all night, mate. George is George is having an, he's having what they call him boxing. He's having a round off, isn't he? Right, George. You? I'm going to give you a three second head start. So Lee, you're frozen out for the first <laughs> three seconds. Hey, I'm just making it fun. Okay, George, Lee's got a freeze out for the next three seconds. And the, the player is Tom King. Three. Yeah, uh, two. yeah Millwall. Millwall's the correct answer, George. Thank you for contributing. Lee, yeah. I know that's upsetting you. I've got your 100% records gone. You're not invincible anymore. Okay, let's change this little puppy up a little bit. Um, Lee's not going to be happy with this one. Jermaine Darlington, please. I'll have a guess. Carl Schultz and Athletic. Oh. No. And there's no, buzz- there's no buzzer. Scum. Carl Schultz and Athletic. Why could have Carl Schultz and Athletic Scum? No, I'm saying, he didn't he play for the Scum? He did play for them, yeah. <laughs> Are you, is that your guess? No. Uh, yeah, yeah, just go for that. I don't really know. I can't. It was Cardiff. Do you remember? He had that oh, really yeah, weird international role. Yeah, yeah and then play him. we got thrown out of the trophy for it. Yeah. Out of some yeah. sort of nonsense. Never right. Well, this quiz has been hilarious, time. and there's two more questions. Um, one of them is horrendous, and this oh, is. Oh, so I can't lose. No, you can't lose this round. Oh, <laughs> George, how do you like them apples? Yeah, pipe down, young boy. Well, you lost the last round. After. <laughs> I mean, it's, it, I, I can't explain it. It's quite hard to be humble here, isn't what it? What it is is that you he liked he doesn't like your apples from the last round, but he likes the apples on this round. Different trees, I guess. Oh. He likes battering children, I guess. Uh, it's always happens, isn't it? Children are needed. Come on, come on with the St- two next Steve Butler, time. please. He has no idea who Steve Butler is. Yeah, but it's a it's a, it's a, it's a Wimbledon quiz. Someone out there will. Bib. Yes, please, Lee. Two in a mission. Get get out. If you're going to start chucking around stuff like that, you might as well leave. I might kick you out of this party. I got Leatherhead. Oh no, it's Hendon. Oh, close. Came with Dave Anderson, apparently. Did he? Right, yep, final one. <laughs> well, whoever floats Thank the boat. you for your contributions, both of you. This is quite a tough one, I think. Um, Shane Smeltz, please. Bib. All right. Yes, Lou. Mansfield. That is disgusting. How have you got that? <laughs> How have you got that? I've I remember got... he, went on, he went on trial <laughs> at Halifax, then he played for Mansfield two games, I think. It I was. absolutely have no idea if you got that. But gentlemen, thank you very much for contributing to the uh, one percent of dream I could Christmas quiz. I could more Tom Elliott. What do you mean Tom Elliott? Cambridge next. Ah, yes, Danny. Yes, nowhere to be seen in this. Yeah, way. but George has got his a very, very, very diverse. I say set, I'd won that, yours... I won that quiz. No, I think that's a complete lie. You know, I would like to defend myself. Half I'd, I'd like. Can we hear more from the defendant, George Brown, back. please? Half his first time when I was about three years old. So, <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay, so, if I if I if I'm if you want me to be very 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 Mr. Baker like, it was abundantly clear that both boys enjoyed themselves. Yeah. But on the debuts round, George absolutely dominated this grime scene. It came to top goal scorers and and without Lee's Richard Butler and particularly Ryan Gray, Joe Sheeran, who George has shown his age, he doesn't know who he is, and Matt Everard. That was probably Lee's round. Who he missing was obviously won by George because Lee doesn't know how to write. And where did he come from? Lee's encyclopedic knowledge of random football teams and so their players. Old. It was still, I'm not doing a tiebreaker. So we need a tiebreaker. Winner. Not, not doing it. Winner plays it Tiebreaker on the debuts, I think. No, 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 no. <laughs> Wait, enough now. I'm not doing, I'm not doing a tiebreaker. 
Yeah. Have to share the trophy for next year. Right. Well, good game, George. You got battered there, mate, though, unfortunately. So George, do you wanna do you wanna game. you know, do you wanna reply to that or no, no, you know, I, I, I can be humble. I can be humble. Yeah, I think so. I appreciate that. I'm not, uh, I, 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 uh, humility's key. I personally don't, don't enjoy spending my Tuesdays battering children, but Lee does. Yeah. So On I the get. squash court, on the football pitch, volleyball, tennis, you know. Thank you very much, everyone. I'm sure everyone listening to this will see that I was the real winner of that. Uh, no one's going to see it, they'll just hear it. We have a poll on the Twitter after this comes out. <clears throat> Who's more knowledgeable, George or Lee? Yeah. I love that. Whoever runs Twitter will put that out. And if there uh, are anyone out there who's got any fun rounds over Christmas, I am going to potentially do some random footballers with Santa, Santa hats on them and see if I can get them stuck up for people to kind of guess. Um, but Lee is currently basking in, um, in joy. Right. It was lovely to have you both come to my Christmas quiz. Thank you very much indeed. No one said thank you, by the way. I was, just, I was literally just about to say, as we move so on, rude. thanks, Danny, for putting on the quiz. It oh, was, but your humility knows no bounds. It was enjoyable. I enjoyed it. First round, not for me. The rest of it, I literally, if weren't for me, George wouldn't have had a clue what was going on. Uh, yeah, anyway, thank you very much. We move on. Champion of the quiz 2023, Lee Finch. Uh, when we come back, we'll discuss our Christmas games. Right, we're back, and we're going to be discussing our games over Christmas. Uh, sorry, if you can hear it in my voice, I'm still absolutely buzzing from beating George at the quiz. So, yeah, we're going to be discussing Salford uh, on the 16th, uh, the Bristol Street Motors game against Portsmouth, possibly discussed that if we can be bothered. Uh, but the main ones are the Crawley game, 22nd December, Boxing Day against uh, Sutton, and then we play uh, Colchester United on the 29th of December. Uh, big Big Christmas coming up. Very, very winnable games, I think. Starting with Salford, boys. Is anyone going? No. No. I only asked that because I am going. Are you actually? Yeah, I'm going up I've got Mrs. Boy. Baker's birthday on the Sunday. She is sorting her life out. She's celebrating like you so were You're not taking her out to Manchester? Yeah. Pardon? You're not taking her out to Manchester then for a weekend? I couldn't get her onto the Coronation Street. Do you remember we spoke about that? I think if I really forced the hand, I could probably blag it, but I'm not, I'm not going to. Um, what, how big a, do you feel like these next three games might shape our transfer activity regarding players going out or not? George, well, please, rather well, than you, Lee. I'd hope we, we win on the weekend because if we, if we draw, we might celebrate like a win, like some people do. Yeah, some people um, do. Uh, it'd be quite embarrassing. Uh, Very embarrassing. I, I think we have to make the most of guaranteed games when we have Ali here. And I know that's a, the pessimistic way of looking at it, but you've probably got, on, you've got New Year's Day guaranteed with Ali. Then you've got a cup game. So these next, these next four games or five, next four games in the league, you're playing uh, four of the bottom five. So you've got Salford in 20th, Is he? I think George, George, you froze on us there. Did I? Oh, sorry. It's Salford in 20th, and then me me and Danny were literally hanging on your every word. You just disappeared. So, sorry, not taking into account Crawley, you've got of the next five, four of them are in the bottom five. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got 20th. 22nd, 23rd, 24th. You've got to be winning games like that if you want to get promoted. It's just non, it's non-negotiables. If you, if you want to be a promoted side, games. Also, I think your point is Sorry. valid regarding Ali, not just selling Ali, but having Ali because he goes for, to the Asia Cup in January. So we'll be missing yeah. him 
possibly for a large chunk. I think if you get to the final of the Asia Cup, it's five weeks that you could be missing a player for. So we could be missing Ali for up to five weeks if they go all the way, which I don't think they will. They've got to play, I think, South Korea and things like that are in it, and they're decent sides. They've won those sun and stuff like that. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, as I said, I, mean, I am going. I'm on the train up. I'm taking my boy up. This one I, I looked at, I've never been to Salford. I want a ticket off my 92. Uh, so, yeah, that's where I'm going. I'm going to take the boy out in Manchester. We're going to go to classic football shirts, have a bite to eat up there, and uh, I'm going to show Manchester. Try to get booked on an Oasis tour, but it was all sold out, so that's a bit disappointing. But, yeah, looking forward to going to the Peninsula Stadium in Salford. Uh, I didn't know they were in 20th, so that's pretty poor for them, considering as they, they I'm guessing they spent money this year. because oh, Yeah, they, bought, not... they turned down a lot of money for their striker, Hendry. I think after last summer, but they've got the um that Matt Smith bloke. He's huge. He's great in the air. I don't you know. And yeah. when we lost to them against, when we lost at home on that dreadful ninety-first minute goals last season, he was just he won everything in the air for forty-five minutes when he. But came we've on. got better centre backs now, so Johnson yeah. and Lewis yeah. can take care of him. Um, but I think it's going to be a it's it's going to be the grim, grim game in December up there that really defines who you are. If you can get a clean sheet up there, you back Ali to put away a chance and you really want to be coming back back home with a 1-0, 2-0 game. But if you would you would you take a draw? It sounds bad, but you know, it's the worst result in the world. I know you'd celebrate it either way. <laughs> but, um, I, I don't know. I think it depends on what kind of draw is it. Is it a draw where we play really, really bad and we get away with a draw? Is it a draw where we play really well and they nick one and it's bad defending or something that we concede? It's it's a tough one. I, I as I said, I think we just got to keep pushing on, keep our form going. Uh, yeah, I, I probably would take a draw to be fair away to Salford, but then we've got a tough game coming up against Crawley. The John's the, well, the what is it? The Bristol Street Motors game is that where we rest players? Is that you hope that we don't yeah, travel okay. with any of the pretty much the first day? I know you have to play a certain number of them, which could make Johnny put on subs. Like Brown, like uh, who is it, Sasu and stuff like that on the Saturday, which is a bit disappointing. We have to do that, uh, but yeah, it's got to be a, a youth team going down there, reserve team. Hopefully, you yeah, Blakey and Sasu start. Whoever doesn't play on Saturday, we'll Davison get... starts, Brown starts. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. yeah, I think I think the ports of game is is it would be nice, but I think that's probably one of the hardest draws we could have had away there. So I think we just. But the, I can't see them playing a lot of first team players either though they're they're what top they were the other i think they're top of the league one so no, but, their main priority is not going to be the uh yeah Bristol no, it won't players. it won't be but again if we're resting our players Tough and Christmas resting period. Their, you can imagine you it levels up don't you if we're resting our best players and they're resting theirs we kind of their yeah. depth you think would be better than us um, on their bench that shows their depth in my opinion who? like towler he, he can't get a game for them he's on their bench at the moment so he'll imagine he'll play like that just shows the levels that are dropping but I think I think if if you talk to Cope and Jackson, they'll be managing the squad saying, and JJ will say, look, the Bristol Street Motors, Motors game is not as important as Crawley on that Friday because you really want to win at Crawley and you really want to beat Sutton. You know, we lost to Crawley at home one 0 last year, and that was a really dry game. Yeah, and really want to want to have a good festive I've... spirit, Sutton. And you know, you've got you've got you've got really five win. The next five are winnable. They really yeah. are winnable. Hundred percent. You want to be getting, I think. 10 points minimum. Uh, so that's a lot. I, 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 think, I, I think the thing for me, and, I've, and I'm not just saying it, but I think the reason why it, can't, it could be quite a big four-week, four games, 
we go on a bit of a dip, we come off the playoffs, it be, it would be easy for us just to sell Ali and go, okay, well, we're not going to do anything. I think it's a slightly different conversation, chaps, if we have that run. And, you know, I haven't seen the league table particularly much, but I should be looking at every single hour, really. But if you look at it, if we win three of those games or three out of four or whatever it might be, you get to January and all of a sudden we are now in striking. I mean, if you look at the table now, we're seventh for now, right? If all of a sudden we have a couple of, we, we win four and about, say, for argument's sake, Barrow, Mansfield, Crew, or Notts County, miss one or win one, draw one. We could technically take them over. And now, all of a sudden, we're potentially on the verge of an automatic place. Now that conversation becomes trickier with Ali. So I wonder whether or not, for our selling um, Ali argument, it would be better if we had a mid take, a, you know, win one, lose one, win one, lose one. Whereas if we win all of those games, that, that conversation about Ali becomes very tricky. I mean, obviously, you want to win every game, but I wonder if it. I wonder if our form will dictate our transfer policy, depending on where we are at that time. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it, as, as I think you both alluded on there, we've got the winnable games. So we should be going into them with a lot of confidence. I think you're right, Danny. It depends on how many points we get out of it and where we are come January. As I said, we lose Ali for a large part of January to the Asia Cup anyway, if he's still our player. And then I think that might we might have to go out and get a striker anyway. We might need a third choice because I'd happily drop Josh Davison down to a fourth choice striker, bring a third choice in, have Ali Bugle, third choice Davison. If we're pushing up league like we did when we got promoted last time, we had four decent strikers. I think we might have to go out and get another striker. Uh, got to mention Crawley away. Is anyone, did everyone, did you get tickets for Crawley? I know it's a bit of a, we're going to, we're going to mention it, but you, you both got tickets. Okay. Yeah. Just about towards the, in the second batch, I think, is that what it's called? I've got to say, it's positive, right, that we sold 750 tickets without actually announcing them. But as a fans club, as we keep pushing that narrative about being a fans own club and stuff like that, not us, but the club. And I, I said it before, I I, I just, I, I, we were talking before recording, it's farcical, isn't it, that we didn't even, and I've, I've looked through all the, the latest news and the news and people say, don't be negative. We're in a positive run at the moment. Everything should be positive. I get that because it's good on the pitch. Don't mean that we should let things slide off the pitch and not announcing that a Crawley game, which one has pissed people off enough because it's been changed from the Saturday to the Friday. Some people might have changed their Christmas plans plans around again to go, right, I can go on the Friday now and not to announce tickets were going on sale for me is very poor form (coughs) considering the amount of crap the club puts out on Twitter and social medias all the time trying to get likes, views, and buffing their ego up massively all the time, not to sell to the customers match tickets is a joke. Yeah. It's it's, it's really, really poor. I mean, I don't really understand. Like I said, I've been watching Wimbledon for quite a while, home away, league matches, etc. I've never quite known it where tickets have gone on sale and they've not even put anything on the the website. And it wasn't, if it wasn't for you, Lee, I wouldn't have got one at all because... You told me about it. I was like, what? And I went on the website and there was still some and I've just bought some. Um, quite cheap tickets, by the way. It wasn't particularly expensive, 15 quid. So that was good. But um, yeah, quite a surprise. Again, quite surprised that it is. Um, yeah, quite surprised we weren't so, told about it. Someone tweeted us saying you need to take your own. It's personal responsibility. 
But it's a busy time of year at the moment, right? Christmas is mad. I'm I'm mad busy, right? I can't go anywhere now. It's Friday. But as you said, if you didn't know, Dan, you're busy at work. You ain't looking at the website every minute going, I have the Crawley tickets gone on sale. Whereas a a professional football club that have 8,800 people, apparently, most weekends going to home games. We can't... And Crawley is always going to be a big game. We took 1,200 there last year. It's always going to sell out. To not even do it on a... Uh, what's it called basis like the start of the season you had to go to Grinsby to get Sutton tickets do you know what I mean just to sell 750 and it was just luck that people went on there and got them do you know what I mean and, and I, I see some people even on Twitter calling out saying this don't seem right to me this seems a bit dodgy that people 750 already got told, sold like who's telling these 750 as I said it ain't just people going on there going oh I hope Crawley gone maybe a few of them have done that as I said I just think as I said the club tweet and, and and social stuff all the time about stuff that is irrelevant and punting stuff all the time just for likes and shares but not actually selling the actual stuff that actually matters which is tickets for games in my opinion was very very poor george yeah i agree i just think it's poor i think all that all that needed was a tweet not you know you don't even need to link the tweet to the ticket website just an announcement saying tickets for Crawley away are on sale with a picture of the of, of the Crawley Stadium. I mean, it takes 25 seconds. Whoever the person who put the tickets live just needs to tell the social media managers, lads, just put a post about Crawley tickets being on. And then as soon as you put that post up, there cannot be a single complaint. Because if yeah. you don't post unluckily and things like that, they can at least say, oh, sorry, we should have posted more, but we did post, right? Then there's no complaints. I just think when you can, when you can manage it, all it takes is one post on doesn't matter what day or week it is, it doesn't matter really what time it is, just do a post and it's fine. I just, I just it's just another yeah, example of poor management, I think. It's poor comms again, but again, it ain't the first time though. We had it with Harrogate last year, I think. Uh we had it with Orient, and that's why AFC Wimbledon tickets was bought up. But is that now null and void? It's on the AFC Wimbledon Twitter page still, the actual AFC Wimbledon official Twitter is AFC Wimbledon tickets for tickets and inquiries. Nothing got put on there. There's nothing on the website. Yeah, it's just extremely poor. And some people now might have missed. And also, we got lucky that we we got further allocation because that 750 was sold. Bosh. Do you know what I mean? And then we lucky enough got 450. And I think out of that 450, once that got announced, because everyone was like, well, this is, I'm going to miss it. I think there was a massive scramble and some people still did miss out. And I think, yeah, it's, we've got to do better as a professional football club to sell our match tickets and not worry about the other stuff that is irrelevant, to be fair. I know you're trying to sell Don's TV. I know you're trying to sell the official podcast, but that stuff is secondary compared to actually selling match tickets and getting fans to games. And also, I think, I don't know why it is, but £30 for a coach, it's a bit steep, isn't it? To where? To Crawley. To Crawley? £30 for the... I'm not... Don't be I see stupid. some people rate, yeah, £30 to get the club coach to Crawley away. <coughs> Get the train cheaper. Get the limos. So come on in. Um, we've got, like you said, we've got Salford. So it's, Crawley, it's Salford. Salford, Crawley, Sutton, Colchester, Forest Green, Forest Green. Five games, fifteen points. Um, Georgia said ten. I say I'd want ten because I think I want thirteen. You want you? I I, 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 did, I want fifteen, but I think being realistic, you could have one bad performance in there probably. I'd like. I I think Crawley away is the toughest one where I want to make a statement, and then oh. Sutton at home is just for me. It, it's a yardstick to how far we've come in a year. Sutton at home last year was dreadful tactically. The players were poor. 
So hopefully this year we can really make a statement. I don't, have we ever beaten Sutton at home? No. Don't think we've ever done it. It's not so quiz time not... anymore. George, quiz time's finished, mate. You got battered. Hey. Everywhere you go. George Brown gets battered. Everywhere, Everywhere you go. You go. Uh, I, think, I, I think we pick up at 10 points and we do well. 13. 13. No, right. I think the toughest one out of that is Salford on Saturday. Really? I think Crawley away. They're no, a good, I think... As much as I don't like them, and I, everyone thought they were shy at the start of the season, they are a good side. I, I still think we go there with the team that we got at the moment. I, I I think their form's dropping away a little bit in it. I think I might be wrong on that. I'm sure it, I'm not though. Uh, yeah, I just think we need to go there and do something against them. Uh, if we're serious about going up this season, then yeah, I think we need to look at it. Uh, they lost to Notts County three one. They've lost to Barrow, which I know is, but then they've beaten Harrogate and they've beaten Colchester, which I'm not being rude. They're the whipping boys. Colchester, I fancy us to. We should be looking to beat them. I think Forest Green on New Year's Day is a tough game. I really do. Because, uh, again, it's today and it's at the end of that period of games where we are going to be tired. It depends on how we use our squad. Uh, but, yeah, I, I want 13 points and I'd be I'd be buzzing with 15, if I'm honest. I raise that with Jack, with point that Jackson makes. I actually, he does need to use his squad. Like, Little and Reeves won't be able to start all five games. And if they do, of the league ones I'm talking about, I do think we'll see a performance drop off. And that's not because I, I love Jake Reeves and Armani Little, but James Ball needs to start one of those games just for energy sakes. When you've got on midfield too, we just we need energy. So I, I do think I'd like to see J, JJ use the squad a little bit throughout this period. I don't know if Ali can play all five games. I, I mean, I'd love him too, but just from a fitness point, I don't know if he can. But we, we need to use the squad because the last thing we need is someone like Armani Little pulling a hamstring and doing six weeks on the sideline. It's important that you know, he talks about building a squad that he deserves somewhere that we actually use it now because he doesn't like making changes and I get that. But it's important that we don't lose any players in a run. No, I agree. And I, I think we we will we'll have to... The thing is, though, George, we've said this before about using the squad and we don't. Little and uh, Reeves start every game, every game, every game. And I think we will need to use it till he comes back in on the odd occasion over Christmas. Nerfield's used, uh, Lemony Evans. Uh, I, I really want to... January, I really want to see another striker come through the door because... Davison isn't what we need, unfortunately, going forward. He's not going to score us a load of goals. And, and, and as I said, we lose. Let's not forget about losing Ali full-time. We lose Ali for pretty much quite a few weeks in January anyway. And, and then, as I said, I think this is the, this period now over Christmas. Games come thick and fast. Use the squad and get as many points on the board. So we are um, really amongst them players. Danny, what's your views on it? I just... I think what I'd like to be is I'd like to be in a position where we are in touch with the playoffs and then we've, I, I want our decision to be as hard as it possibly can be going into those windows with regarding transfers. I think we need to have a really, I think Lakin can go now as far as I'm concerned. I think Brown, I think there'll be quite, a, I wouldn't say an exodus, but I think there's a lot of players who are basically squad players now who are not going to feature unless we need to. Personally, if we've got any aspirations to be anywhere near decent, I think if we sell Ali, I would I would not invest in the rest of the team. I'd keep the team together. I'd get to the end of the year. I'd save the money, and I'd put all the money from Ali, plus some of the big wages, and I'd go nuclear next year. I'd have a real punt it in next year, where I'd have a really two or three top strikers earning decent whack. Pell's on a decent amount. I don't see him being next year. Same with Brown. Same with Zanev, same with yes. um, 
uh, what's we, his name? Centre back. Um, oh, the old geezer. Pierce. Yes. There's going to be a huge amount of money that's and going we'll to come our Curry. way, and you potentially could lose Curry. I think that amount of money will be. You could get rid of a million and a half off the loan, which I think is massive. George is right. We have to sell. Um, but that would give us a really decent, I'm not saying a war chest far from it, but we know in the summer there'll be players who will be sniffing around. I'm not going to get much gig time here, but I'm, I, they might be our, might be useful for us. But moving into this next bit, I think we need to just keep, keep, the, keep fresh wherever possible. But it is really difficult because our first team is really our first team. The, the main, so one second, sorry. The, yeah, the main rotation, that's right. The main rotation places are centre mid with, like you said, Jake, but, um, is it Jake Boy? He's a cricket player. Jake um, with, with with you've got Reeves Little and you've got Ball. That could be rotated. I think Callum Bay could come back into the squad and be rotated. And Pierce maybe with one of those centre backs. I think that's a rotation. Um, and I think the wingers can be rotated. I think the four, the right back you could rotate, not the left back. I think Curry has to play. I don't think Pierce is anywhere near his standard. I don't think Johnson is anywhere near Curry in terms of what he plays. So I would like to see us rotate in those different combos. But up front, unfortunately, Ali's got to play. And I do worry about him breaking down because it's a lot of games. Then he goes off in Asia. But I think if we rotate our squad, if we pick up two thirds of the points, so say what say it's 15 game, 15 points, we get 10. That's a really, really good outlay. That means we'll lose a couple. Draw one, win three. I'm okay. I'm okay with that, and I think that would be a very, very good Christmas period. I think you're spot on as well regarding the summer. I know we're we're talking really into the future, but yeah, if we if we get rid of Ali in this, in, in January, I, I I still think we'd look to bring in a striker, a young or a loney or something like that because we'd have to. But I like your idea of going nuclear in the summer because we would have a lot of wages left over. Also, the, I know we said this before and stuff, the league next year will be weaker because we'll lose Stockport, we'll lose Wrexham. I know Chesterfield will come up, but if you look below Chesterfield in that league, Barnets and Bromleys and stuff like that, they're, they're not going to be as strong in League Two. Coming down, you've got Reading who are a basket case, could go out of business before they come into League Two. You've got your Cheltenhams and stuff like that who are still... We saw that when we played them the other week, how poor they are, them, them bottom five. I I think it will be a, a weaker league next season. I think you're right. But at the moment, I think we go into the Christmas period. I love the Christmas period of football. I think it's brilliant that we're playing every two games. Uh, and I, yeah, I love I love Boxing Day football. I won't be going because I can't get down from Southend to uh, Wimbledon. But yeah, I think Boxing Day is brilliant. What do you boys think about the old Christmas period football? Break or just keep going? Elite. It's elite. It's the best time. And then you go to football, come back, had a few with your mates, then you watch the darts. It doesn't get better than that. It does not get better than that on Christmas. Yeah. Break. Christmas break. We should have it. One week. One week Christmas break. I think but we should, I don't think there's any need to flog anything, particularly us, for the sake of fitting an extra fixture and when we can have it in March and we spread it out. We're out of the FA Cup. You can spread it out. I just think there's too much. I think the the Portsmouth game that hasn't got to take place till. till I, I agree. I agree. The the trophy game, the, the the EFL trophy game. But you're having a laugh that we should have a week off. Then, what's happened to you? What? what? No, this is the sorry. English game. This play is the bo- British game of football. You, you can play Boxing Day, and you can play New Year's Day. This nonsense in between. No, not no. interested. Say the Bristol Street game was meant to be either of the last two midweeks, but we played last Monday on the telly. And then yep. Pompey last night, so it couldn't be midweek if that makes sense. Yeah. So it, I, just, I just don't understand though why we have to play on the twenty third, the twenty sixth, the 29th and the first. Oh, 
I think that we could have played. Oh, what? Oh, what? Our poor old footballers can't play. Professional footballers. Our footballers who could get injured more frequently than others. Yeah, I don't want them getting injured. We've got squad players. Yeah, but we don't have... In, if Ali gets injured, our season is done. If Reeves get injured, we're going to struggle. If Joe Lewis gets injured, our season is yeah. done. If so Baskets injured... It's, it's, about football. it's about football at Christmas, mate. Brilliant. Oh, brilliant. So what we'll do is we'll play. We'll give all oh, the other all team right, advantages. What do you mean, Jurgen Klopp? Moaning about football in our country again. What? Oh, Jurgen Klopp. I'm just saying, I'm, all I'm saying is, I think one week... Why do week you want to change it? You've loved rest... it. You've loved it over the years. Now you want to change it now. Who said I didn't love it? I'm just saying, I think the players could do with a week off. No, haven't it? Once. To recharge, get all of our best players before the window. Bosh. I think more football. Okay, great. Play every day. You beat all the 11 year olds every day anyway, don't you? It doesn't matter. Yeah? I, only, I only beat them at quizzes, mate. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Was that it then? Well, that is us. Yeah, that is us done for uh, another episode. Well done for coming on, George. I'm, I, I would say I'm sorry for beating you in the quiz, but I'm not. Quite enjoyed that. Uh, Thanks, everyone, for listening and taking the time to listen. Me and Danny might put out some over Christmas. Uh, depends. Dep- Not if you're like this, though. Depends on how busy we are with family and work and stuff. But we'd like to wish all the listeners and people that listen a very Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year. Uh, uh, thanks to Gary Fletcher and the boys at Season Master for sponsoring the season. Go on, uh, Gaz. Sponsoring the podcast. Uh, but, yeah. And, uh, George, thanks very much for coming on. It's been a pleasure. As always, Lee, I hope you spend the rest of your week battering 11 year olds and enjoy it. I'm really, really proud of you. I would beat any kid at any sport. Easy. Right. Thanks again for everyone for listening. Uh, Yeah. Dan, do you want to say a few words for the listeners? Uh, Congratulations, George, on a fantastic win in the quiz. Winning with (laughs) humility, kindness, consideration. That, gentlemen and ladies, is what Christmas is all about. Goodwill to all men, playing well and beating Sutton, our local rivals, on Boxing Day. Which Danny wouldn't want to be played normally because he doesn't like no, Christmas. No, 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 no. Happy so. with the Sutton game, just not the Colchester game after, not the Crawley game before. Thanks. Cheers. Right. The Crawley game can be great. Friday night. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Of all the things I can think of, George. You know Friday why, George? Crawley, I've actually like got a it. Right laugh. I'm I know why. to finish the, the episode. You, know and you ruined George. it. Bloody hell, George. you two. George, you're a young lad who has free reign on what he does. Unfortunately, Danny, if you bend down, Danny, you'll see that thumbprint on his head. And that means that his wife has told him. Yeah, look, there it is. His wife has told Hun, him. You're getting he, slaughtered here. He can't go football. We all know who wears the trousers in Danny. Apparently, you're house. wearing the trousers in this house. Oh, yeah, fat, yeah, ben be, yeah. fat Ben Affleck can't I'm go I'm not a fat Ben Affleck. A, She'll get the up about that. On a Friday night. But anyway, wish everyone a good Christmas. As so we Merry might Christmas. we might put one out during Christmas if, if I can get time off work. I'm manic. Please, uh, but, yeah. please lock up your 11-year-old children. <laughs> I don't say that on the podcast. Well. Make sure that you know exactly it. where they are. And if anyone drifts into a football field, be careful because Finch will be there beating your kids up. I'd batter them at any sport. Anyway, thanks again for listening. Uh, it's been a pleasure. It's been a great year for the podcast. Uh, we go from strength to strength. That's why we are the number one AFC Women podcast. We'll be back soon. Come on, you dons. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.